Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Joining Veranda Bellamy, Inspired. So, hello everyone. Good evening. Thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy, Inspired. As you guys know, I like to start the show off in prayer. So, Father God, we come to you right now, Lord. We thank you for the Veranda Bellamy Inspired platform, God. We ask that you decrease Veranda Bellamy, God, and show yourself to everyone that's tuned into this live broadcast, God. We ask that you will touch God in a way that you've never touched before, God. Shift and move, God, wherever anyone is in need of your power from on high, God. We thank you that things are being restored right now. God, we thank you for this wonderful day, God. We ask that you will go with us, God, in our comings and goings, God, and bless us, God, in a way that only you can. It's in the name of Jesus the Christ that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So hello, hello, hello to everyone out there, guys. Thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired. I see so many people on. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. I am a little bit under the weather, so I doubt that the show will last the entire hour. um, But I am going to bring you guys some content of relevancy, as I like to put it. Um, As you guys know, we kicked off the thankfulness series at the beginning of November, and we're going to continue in that same fashion for this particular show, but from a slightly different angle. Um, We're going to talk about authentic living, okay? How do you live your life authentically? So... If this is your first time joining, uh, again, welcome to the to the live broadcast. You may visit me online at any time at verandabellamy.com. Um, you, if you have an iPhone, you can go to iTunes and type in my name, Veranda Bellamy, and the shows will appear there for you through podcast. So you can listen to the shows if you're out and about. You can tell your mom and them about the shows, of course. And um, I encourage you to do that, actually. If you have a Droid smartphone, you can download the Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R app, and you can pull up the show Veranda Bellamy from there as well and access it um, from your smartphone. Any smart device, your computer, iPod, iPad, you know, all that technology stuff, you can access it from any of those, okay? And... Also, for those of you that don't really know me, you've heard my name, but you don't really know a whole lot about me, um, I'm the author of a book titled The Pain Stops Today, 10 Steps to Discovering Your Purpose, which is available on Amazon.com. 
you can go to Amazon and you would just type in my name, Veronda Bellamy, and the book will appear from there. I'm also the founder of bridgingthegapofamerica.org, um, which is the website. <laughs> Actually, Bridging the Gap of America is the name of the organization. Bridging the Gap is a 501c3 nonprofit organization which focuses on outreach, ethics, and leadership for youth and families at large. If you're interested, go to the site, bridgingthegapofamerica.org, and you can learn more about what we do from there. Um, also, I'm a life coach, I mentor, I'm a speaker, I'm a philanthropist, and yes, guys, I know that sounds like a lot, and it is, but I absolutely love the life God has blessed me with. I'm also a very devoted and loving wife to my husband, Nick Bellamy. Um, guys, essentially everything I do is centered around serving others. I believe that is one of my purposes. I believe that's one of the reasons I was placed here was to serve others. And we know that in, in order to serve, you have to have something to serve from. You have to have experienced something in life in order to give to other people, right? Um, so many of you, you see my photos, you see my videos, you hear my voice, just like you're listening right now, but you don't really know me. You don't really know how did I get to this place that I'm at right now today? How did Veronda Bellamy get here? And see, guys, actually, for me, as I, I think back to when I was a little girl and I grew up in Maryland for like the first, I don't know, 10 years of my life and a lot of, a lot of stuff transpired in Maryland. In Maryland, once we moved from there, we moved back to North Carolina and um, essentially I graduated from high school, went off to college. And honestly, guys, I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable with this particular show. Um, but in college, my first two years, I didn't do so well. I changed my major like five times um, while I was in college. Um, but, you know, it's not something I'm so proud of. But at the same time, it was, you know, I was a kid. I was away from home and just having fun. Um, it's not something I encourage to my mentees, but I'm definitely um, open with them. And I let them know exactly where and what decisions I made and what I had to go through in order to, you know, continue to move forward. But the first two years of college, um, I had to get serious after that. You know, my dad passed away. Essentially, I had to grow up. I grew up almost overnight, many would say. So I ended up finishing college um, at a different university or a different college, actually. Um, the same year as my peers, I went to work in corporate America and I decided to go back to school again. And I finished up there with my um, undergrad in business management, continued in corporate America, purchased my own home, continued on, ended up relocating from the Charlotte area to Raleigh um, by way of my husband. And we got married, all that fun stuff. And life, guys, so much changed for me in that time when I made that shift from there to being in the Raleigh area. Um, you know, I like to, the easiest way for me to describe it is I, I changed from Veronda Brooks to Veronda Brooks Bellamy. So my life began to be molded and shaped in a completely different fashion that kind of took me by a storm. I was not, you know, prepared for it. I did not know what to do with what was happening, but, and I'm still trying to figure all of these things out. But what I do know is that one thing that's been a center for me is, of course, my faith in God, Jesus Christ, not to get that mistaken because there's only one, right? That's Jesus Christ. 
So that faith has been a constant for me, as well as me serving other people. I can recall back to when I was living in Maryland, I had a girlfriend by the name of Monique, who we were walking home from school one day and she didn't want to go home. And so me being the person that I am was like, well, you can come to my house, Monique, you know, you can just come and stay with with us. I'll tell my mom and she'll let you stay. And so I took her home and my mom was like, Rhonda, what are you doing? We can't take this little girl in. So we ended up taking her to her, taking her home, essentially. And, um, you know, that was just one instant of me being just the little bubble of life that, that I, I can be most times. And I'll leave it at that. But anyway, so, um, and then I recall also when we would have like, you know, family dinners or whatever during a week, we would sometimes like go out and eat together as a family living in Maryland. And I would get like a to-go box of food and I would take it back to school with me the next day to give to this lady who was an, I think she was like a assistant teacher or um a teacher, I, I can't recall exactly whether she was a, she was not, she was a substitute teacher is what she was actually. And I would give it to her. Now this wasn't something I did like every day. I may have done it maybe once or twice a month. Um, and I would give it to her because I thought she was a bum. Like she appeared to me to be a bum. So that was my way in saying, I see you and I love you. And here's this food. You can have it. I got this last night and I didn't eat this. So this is for you. <laughs> so I would take it to her and give it to her. Bless my heart not even hers but mine because crazy right but that was it's, it's always that serving other people and being for being there for other people has been a complete constant in my life all the way back to those years and that was like in the fourth and like third and fourth grade actually in Maryland growing up so it's just something that's been you know kind of just ringing always in my life um, serving other people, being an inspiration to other people, it's just it just comes naturally. So in this whole thankfulness series, guys, we are going to delve today into um, kind of like a, a sidebar conversation of, of thankfulness, and that's being authentic, right? So in living your life from an authentic standpoint, this means you live a life, the life, that is right for you. Not right for your mama, not right for your daddy, not right for your sister, not right for your aunties, your cousins, your friends, your pastor, not even. It's a life that is right for you. And for many of us, that life is going to be grounded and rooted from the principles that we learn in church, from the Bible. Now, it's great you, you have a great pastor. He brings the, you know forth the word and he instills in you values and, and morals, you know, that's based on the Bible. But you have to get into the word for yourself and get to know God um, and hear him speak from the words written in the Bible. You have to create that relationship yourself to know what it is that he wants you to do, what it is that he wants from you. Um and that's a part of creating that authentic life, right? So I went back and, and I finished up my master's in uh, mental health counseling. Actually, my degree defer conferred uh, August the 24th of this year, the day after my birthday, guys. I got it in the mail. But anyway, um, and that was in mental health counseling. And I, through that study, came to know of a theorist by the name of Carl Jung. Well, I had from the very 
beginning of my studies, when I learned who he was, I had like this complete admiration for his theory, his mindset, his way of thinking, um, which a lot of what Mr. Carl Jung does, his contributions are based in like spirituality. And from that, I just, I, I don't know, just really, really was intrigued by this man. And he has like all these special um, certifications and things that you can get that are really expensive and it's not really a part of my repertoire right now. But one thing that he said that resonated with me is um, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. And I'll repeat that. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. Who are you, really? You know, we think about, you know, some of the things that we've experienced in the in the yesteryears of our life, you know, some of the things that we may have even experienced today. And how do those things really shape and mold the person that you are? How does it influence how you go about living your life? How does it really guide you down a path that will bring you into an awareness of self, like really, truly knowing who you are? What is your purpose? What are you here for? Right. My book, The Pain Stops Today, was kind of written from some of the same philosophy, some of that same concept. Um, And that book came by way of me actually saying the pain stops today yesteryear's pain is no longer welcomed in my today nor my tomorrow and so I wrote this book you guys can get it it's a very quick read um, based on bible verses it's an awesome book actually and it'll kind of guide you guys into self-awareness and also not only that but knowing what your spiritual gift is so if you know what your spiritual gift is you can kind of embody what it is that God has placed you here for. What is your purpose? Is it to serve other people? Is it one of the spiritual gifting in, um, for example, my spiritual gift is exhortation and leadership. And that's just something that I just do naturally. So by way of exhortation, I serve other people and it's a way for me to exalt who God is. Some people can sing on a choir and exalt God from that aspect and they do it with no effort. That is what your spiritual gift is. That thing that is inside of you that you do with no effort, not to confuse it with a talent. A talent is something that you learn from experience, from doing different things, repetition. It could be whatever it is. If you do, if you're a barber, you cut hair. If you know how to cook, you know, um, you just do it with no effort. That is a talent that you have. That is not to be confused with the spiritual gift. So I'm going to encourage you to get into your word and learn more about spiritual gifting and what it is that gift is or gift for some. It is more than one that God has imparted within you that will help to edify the body of Christ all in one, right? So, um, in living your life often uh, and from an authentic standpoint, um, you have to be clear on all of those things. And it is a continual process. It is not something that happens overnight. It takes time. And you have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with other people through this whole process. It will take some time for you. And I encourage you to embrace it, embrace the process, learn to let go of yesteryear. And you can do that very easily, guys. Some people say, I don't know how to do it. I can't let go of what happened. It's, 
it happened to me and God knows it. You know, I don't. Okay, let it go. It's, it's you are carrying that baggage yourself. You made the conscious decision yourself to carry that baggage for since it happened, whatever it was up until this point, albeit if it was some type of emotional abuse, you know, back in the day, um, sexual abuse, any type of physical abuse. Maybe you were on drugs at some point, alcohol, which usually is, it comes by way of some type of traumatic experience you've experienced in your childhood that manifests itself maybe in your teen years, teen years or early adulthood. For some people, it's later in life. That's a whole different segment that I can share with you guys on. But whatever it was that happened, you have to make the conscious effort today to let it, to basically dismiss it. Let it, let it just leave you. Like, take that little baggage, take it out to the curb, and leave it. Let the trash man come and take it away because you don't need it. And it happened, so what it happened? Learn from it and move on beyond it. It will take some time for you to get to that point, but in being authentic to yourself, you have to get to that place of letting go what happened. And how do you let it go? You get on your knees, you pray to God, and you say to God, I'm giving this to you because I can no longer carry this burden. And if you have to, I like to do self-imagery with my clients sometimes. And with that, we imagine different things, whatever it is. So if it's, say it's uh, a physical abuse that you've dealt with. You take that little physical abuse, every episode that happened, you take it and you put all of those episodes in one box. Take that box, you put a lid on it, and then you take that box in your hand and you carry it out to your trash can, open the lid of the trash can, drop that pain in the trash, and let it go. That's all you have to do. And it really simply is that easy, guys. And it may try to creep back up, you know, at some point later in life. You can very easily dismiss it just like you've done today. You can do that later. You can do it any time that it comes knocking. You don't have to welcome it. You don't have to answer that pain. There's no need. It's not welcomed anymore in your life. That's the easiest way to look at it. And in order to continue to embody that, you have to change some of your, the way that you live your life. Um, it may even mean that you have to express gratitude for the very person who hurt you. What was the lesson that you learned from whatever happened? What did you learn from it? Go back to that person and thank them for teaching you that lesson. Okay. Letting go of the mindset of I am a victim and turning that, turning that mindset into I am a survivor. That is how you release pain and you live a life of freedom and you start to live an authentic life. You get to know yourself on a much deeper level. All of this stuff goes hand in hand together, guys. Okay. It, it, and I know for a lot of you listening, you're probably thinking this girl is crazy. You just don't forget about it. I didn't say forget. I said forgive. There's a difference. You let it go. Let it go. You may think about it. You may even see yourself acting from a standpoint of being a victim 
later, but you don't have to stay in that. I want to challenge you all to be conscious of what it is that you're doing, how you're living your life, the ways that you're interacting with other people, the company that you're teaching, that you're keeping, I'm sorry, um, where you're going and, and, and actually fellowshipping, who you're fellowshipping with, what you're feeding yourself, what are you feeding to your, your family? And when I say feeding, I mean in terms of like spirituality, um, you know, going to church or reading reading inspirational books or reading the word of God or watching stuff on TV. Like all of these things impact you and the way that you live your life every day. It impacts you. So if you're hanging around a bunch of people that smoke marijuana, then guess what? you're probably going to smoke marijuana, right? And a lot of times people that are smoking marijuana, they're smoking marijuana because they want to mask something that happened yesteryear. Well, you're no longer there because we've already done the self-imagery exercise and you have mentally taken that pain that led you to smoking marijuana, placed it in a little box and took that box to the trash can. So your, your pain is already, it's, being, it's going to be taken away in a dumpster to wherever they take it to. So you can't continue to welcome that company in your life. You have to get to the point of guys setting standards for yourself and living by those standards. So I hope that I'm making sense to you all in, in, in what I'm sharing with you. But um, this is something that really resonated with me when I was thinking about what it was I was going to share with you all today. Um, and how could I extend out this thankfulness series? And we know thankfulness, you know, yeah, you tell someone, thank you. Thank you for your existence. Thank you for babysitting. Thank you for, you know, helping me study for an exam or whatever the thankfulness is, whatever the gesture was that they did. Um, but it, and it's not simple. It's actually a very wise principle to embody as much as you possibly can, which goes hand in hand with living an authentic life. So I have an article here that I found on Psych Central, and um, this article talks about ways of living an authentic life. So I'm going to read to you guys what it says here. What does it mean to live authentically? The phrase is kicked around a lot. Live an authentic life. Be authentic. But how do we find that place within ourselves? How do we know we are not being influenced by past messages and beliefs. Being authentic means coming from a real place within. It is when our actions and words are congruent with our beliefs and values. I'll repeat that. It is when our actions and words are congruent with our beliefs and values. It is being ourselves, not an imitation of what we think we should be or have been told to be, there is no should in authentic. So wait a minute. If being authentic means being our true self, how many of us have really taken the time to know ourselves on this deep level? Part of knowing ourselves is knowing what we believe in. Throughout our childhoods, we are picking up messages that become part of our belief system. Left unchallenged, we can walk around thinking that these beliefs are our very own. Part of finding our authentic self is sorting through these beliefs to find out which are truly our own. Are they beliefs that come from a mature, healthy, grounded place within us? Or are they remnants from our childhood coming from an insecure place? 
So the writer of this particular article, she goes on and she says, let me provide a personal example. I was brought up in the Catholic church, had two uncles who were priests, went to church every Sunday, was baptized, had my first communion and was conformed or was confirmed, I'm sorry. And basically she's describing here a strong Catholic family. She goes on and says, when I went through my rebellious teenage years, I started to challenge the structure I was seeing, albeit in a very immature way. I remember it distinctly, watching a teenage girl with her family sitting in the pew in front of us, her father at the front leading the singing, closing his eyes as he sang, swaying slightly, and all I could see was the hypocrisy because I knew what his daughter did the night before. Now, before practicing Catholics become outraged at what was written, please remember that this was just an immature thinking um, teenager here speaking. My point is simply that this was the catalyst for me to start questioning whether the formal structure um, of the church or any church for that matter was what I believed in. As I matured, my answer could have brought me back to Catholicism or it could have taken me to a different source of spiritual belief. For me personally, Veronda Bellamy, um, just being a Christian was never challenged for me. But the writer here goes on and she says, the point is not where I ended up. It is the process of finding what resonated with, it, with me. What worked for my parents was about them and not me. Being authentic meant living my life and not theirs. As children, we are sponges. We take on the beliefs and values of those we look up to, depend on, love, or or sadly, even fear at times. Some of these beliefs may be serving us well. Others are doing the exact opposite. Taking the time to reflect on what is important to us, what resonates, what is truly our belief is a step we must all take. Without doing this, we are carrying around baggage that is not our own, baggage that keeps us from finding our authentic self. By exposing ourselves to new ideas and different ways of being, we can discover what resonates within us. The writer goes on and she says, when I was in university, I signed up for a religious studies class to learn about various religions in order to start to answer the question, what do I believe in? She says that she took Native American studies, knowing that she had been exposed to some racist beliefs in the small town she lived in, and she took some feminist study classes as well, all to open her eyes to discover what she believed and what resonated with her. These early university days planted a seed within her. She says that she learned to look openly at what is all around her to find out what her truth is. So you guys, you have to find out what is your truth. What is your truth exactly? This is not an easy place to live from. Many times when I believe I'm being open, I find that the goblins of the past have slammed the door shut. The goblins of the past are those old tape recorder messages that play over and over again in our heads or pop up when we least expect them. It is the self-talk and beliefs from our past that wriggle their way into the present and throw us into that insecure little kid place. Part of finding our authentic self is unhooking ourselves from the past, turning off the tape recorder and being grounded in the present. 
For it is when we are grounded that we can be open, curious, and accepting of ourselves and others. Being authentic is more than being real. It is finding what is real. And it, and what is real for me will be quite different than what is real for you. There is no value attached. It simply is what it is for each of us. If your sexual orientation, your spiritual beliefs, or your chosen path is different than mine, we are both okay with that. When we are both living from our authentic selves, our differences do not frighten or challenge us. There are no judgments. And you have to get to a place of honoring the authentic you. And in that same breath, you honor the authentic me. Living authentically is not stagnant. It is constantly shifting and taking on new forms. If we truly believe in living an authentic life, then we must continually be learning about ourselves, challenging old beliefs, sorting through old baggage, and it's about learning to face fears and doubts, to be able to reach deeply within ourselves, to find out what makes our hearts sing, our spirits soar. It is finding where our authentic self feels the most alive, free, and unburdened. And then having the courage to live daily from this place. Yeah, that's that. Those are steps to live in authentic. And this article actually was found on Psych Central and it was written by um, Diane Mahdi um, or model. I'm sorry. She um, is a, a social worker. She has a, a master's degree in social work, actually. But when I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what um, the listeners need to hear about living authentic lives, guys. It's, it's, it's a process. It really is. And gratitude, thankfulness, all of it kind of goes together in living this authentic life. I think love has a lot to do with this. Love kind of is that piece that circles around all of it. So in the middle of love, you have gratefulness, you have authenticity, and many other attributes that make up the whole person. And you have to basically get to a place of pulling those little pieces together and making sure everything just kind of works together, everything is in sync. I like the analogy where she was talking about, you know, your belief may be very different from your parents' belief or your family's belief, and, or it could be slightly different. But whatever that difference is, I want to challenge you guys to own up to it and to walk in it and embody it. You have to create your own life. What makes sense for you? How does life feel comfortable for you? And not be afraid to when a family member or a friend, you know, challenges your thought process or something that you've done is a little different from what they're used to seeing. You know, being bold enough to let them know, look, this is me, hon. And this is how, I, how I'm living my life. This feels right for me right now in this moment. And I just ask that you respect that, you know. And it becomes a cycle. So everyone starts to see that it's okay. We can still coexist together in love because love kind of encircles all of it, right? It's, it's that main piece. 
You know, when I interviewed Dr. Maya Angelou back in April, she, in her book, Mom and Me and Mom, she talks in the prologue, I think it is, where she talks about love being possibly the very thing that holds the stars in the sky. And that's, can you, that's just, love is just, it's, it just is, right? And it's such a powerful force and it can be taken and misconstrued in so many different angles, so many different ways. It doesn't matter, but love is at the, at the core of everything that we do. Now you can disconnect yourself from it and try to hide from it and not embrace it and turn your back on it. But guess what? It's still there because it's a constant, you know, and like Dr. Angelou says, it could be the very thing that holds the heaven in the sky um, or the, the stars in the sky. You just you just don't know. It's just it's very, very, very powerful. So living authentic ties in with being thankful, guys. And I just want you all to think about this. And really think about some of that garbage you need to let go. Some of that yesteryears that you need to let go. You need to put in that box and put the lid on top of that box and take that box out and walk it to your trash can and let the trash man take it away because you no longer need it. It's no longer welcome. If you have to kneel on your knees and pray, do that. If you need to speak to your pastor about it, do that. If you want to talk to me about it, Contact me, info at verondabellamy.com. Guys, you've got to get to that place of being authentic and living the best life that you can possibly live. So in that same breath, guys, I am going to wrap up right now because I think really the message is clear. And as Carl Jung says, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. That is your privilege. I want to thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired, content of relevancy, continuing in the thankfulness series. Guys, join me back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, actually Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and every Sunday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time by calling 914-338-0464. If you guys have any questions, you would like to um, be a guest on the show, you have a story you would like to tell, the focus is on thankfulness at this point for this month, past, present, and future, email me, info at verondabellamy.com. Go to my site, check out the previous shows. If you would like iTunes, type in my name, excuse me, Amazon, do the same there. And Join us back in the morning for United Monday Morning of Inspiration. Again, thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired, and you all have a very blessed evening. Joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.